And we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. A vlogcast that comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because we want to talk about shit, and Lord knows we're going to be talking about a lot of shit tonight. And that's just a preview because Power 10 episode means there are no filters tonight. And of course, as always, part of this is just to answer the old question of why. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi, good to be back with you. And a very small roundup at the moment. We're going to see how that changes around. I'll explain in a couple of moments. From the Midwest of the U.S., where um, cow country and corn country are a Venn diagram that is just one big circle. Bridget Fitch, hi. Hi, and no cow tipping, please, unless you're tipping this cow. You know, uh, uh, <laughs> you said it, not me. Hey, cornhole's a thing here, okay? <laughs> Since this is a Power of Ten episode, it is one of those nights where there are no holds barred. That's the expression, no holds barred. It comes from a wrestling thing. Look it up. I actually know my shit. Leave me alone. Because they're also, basically, yeah. But cornhole is also known as beanbag toss in other places, okay? Get your mind out of the gutter. Never heard of it growing up. But then again, I also grew up in the Burbs of New York City, so. You wouldn't have cornhole up there. I didn't till I came up here to the Western New York area and found out about it in, in college. As mentioned, yes, this is an age-restricted episode because as a Power of Ten episode, we basically just lay it all out there on the table and the filters are superfluous. We don't care. So if you should not be listening or watching this episode at this point, now's your big opportunity to pause, wait until later, turn on somebody else's show. But if you've decided to get through this far, you're our fucking people. And that's about as good as we can tell you right now. But as always, if you do join us while we're recording live over there on YouTube, like this old timer over there, I'm I'm pointing over there at the at the live chat. Yes, you can you can be joining us and having a little bit of fun. Stephanie and I were uh, kibitzing just a little bit before the show, which happens on occasion. And coming up on your second Jack Benny, so you know, not 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 quite, but you're 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 getting close. Famously, he was uh, 39, which means that you're. Uh, yeah, you, you got a little bit of time to wait. Which means you have to make it to at least two. I mean, you got to. But, hi, good morning. <clears throat> anyway. So, um, anything fun and interesting you want to share before I go ahead and share with the rest of the class? I don't know. I mean, are you talking about the fellas? Well, it, whatever. Yeah, so anyway, for anybody who is on Twitter, there is this group called NAFO, which is a play on NATO, but it's the North Atlantic Fellas Organization. And what they do is they 
you know, shit post all over Twitter is, you know, against uh, Russian disinformation stuff. And they also collect money to send to the Ukrainian war effort. And all of their memes have the Doge memes in it in, like, military garb. But it's really fun. It's cute. And I became a fella yesterday, so I'm an official. Uh, they're working on my avatar, but I'm an official fella now. I'm so excited about that. Congratulations. Yeah, we were and talking about that. NAFO expansion is non-negotiable, and there is no CIA. <laughs> the CIA does not exist. There, there are reasons <laughs> for these expressions. Um, maybe we'll explain it. Don't expect us to, because it's going to be one of those nights. Uh, for me, I've had a couple of days of interesting stuff. Uh, the ones that I can tell you about very quickly are... As of Thursday, mid-afternoon, my trans son's legal name change is done. He is officially, well, I'm not giving out the name, but I will, uh, I will say that he's official. Now, the, the funny part about it is it's something that we, generally speaking, we don't really think about. The name change, when I asked him about how he felt he said he was both overwhelmed and underwhelmed all at the same time. And I, I couldn't for the life of me figure out why. And he's just like, you know, I'm, I'm overwhelmed because, I mean, it's been such a long lead up to this point and it's finally over. But I'm un underwhelmed because the name change paperwork was sitting outside the court in a wicker, uh, uh, a wire basket with a, with a, with a, post-it note on it with his name and the family name spelt incorrectly on it. Oh, no. We we looked over the rest of the documents just to be on the safe panicky side and everything else was everything else was good. Um, that happens, though. They yeah. did that to my daughter's birth certificate and I didn't catch it till we got home and I had to go, um, no, fix this. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be one of those things. Yeah, so um the, the only thing that was weird about it for me was that when we had to go down to uh, whatever office it was to get uh, you know, signed, sealed, stamped quote unquote originals for, you know, legal purposes and such. One of the things that they did is they have a um a a rectangular strip of the information for the judge, I think is who it was, and the uh, the printed off, because it, it came off of a, you know, a, a printer, uh, the printed off seal of the county. Which would have been fine, except it looked like they took a circa 1997 MySpace web page version JPEG of the logo for the county seal and blew it up. And it oh was all pixely and just smeary. And I'm just looking at it. And I, I lean over to him really quickly and I, I kind of nudge him. I'm just like, really? They, they, they really just, oh my God, really? And he's just like, dead, doesn't matter. It's done. It's done deal. It's, okay, yeah, just 
it looked like dog shit. I'm going to get away with saying it, all right? It looked like dog shit. It really did. It was an absolute embarrassment. I know artists who could have hand-drawn it better. Well, then again, I mean, I know a lot of artists who are... It is what it is. So, yeah, but it got done. And I'm, I'm very proud to say that his first name he chose for himself the last name the family name he's keeping i'm i'm appreciative of that his middle name is a hyphenated name oh he decided to when my wife and i were discussing uh kid names before a child was born we had two uh, we we settled on two eventually and the, well, I, I will go ahead and I will go as far as to say that the family name starts with the letter C, all right, is a relatively common name up here in the Buffalo market, but you know, whatever, I'll, I'll give you that much. So for the kidlet, the initials, depending as to the sex of the kid at the time, was either, the initials were either going to be AC or DC. Mm-hmm. Because you know, nerd, and 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 my wife agreed with it. She was she was okay with it because you know it was <laughs> one of those things where unless you actually pay attention to it, you you just blow it off because you don't even think about it. Well, Kidlet decided that the DC name was going to be part of his last name, and the other hyphenated part makes an allusion to original name. Oh. So it, it's it's super cool, and there is no way in hell that I'm going to take... I, I will not get so upset that I have to call him by his full name because I will run out of breath and pass out before I'm able <laughs> to get the whole damn thing out. So, you know, just well, keep that in mind. just... Just caution him in the future, you know, uh, to shorten the name if it comes to signing 50 million pages to get a mortgage or something. Well, he's it will be a pain in the ass. He's already said that uh, when when it comes down to for a middle initial, it's just going to be the first the first letter for the the hyphenated part. Because as I can tell you, having a hyphenated name and my full legal name, it. It takes forever to write it out. It sucks. Yeah. My wife, when she changed her name, um, when we got married, she went with a hyphenated last name. Mm-hmm. And the funny part uh, that some people might not think about is that when she hyphenated her name, her, her family name, which, you know, I, I think about it now and... I mean, it's 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 not like a, a thing that you need to do in my head, but I mean that's kind of cool. But it's it's a legal pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. She decided that instead of it being her original last name hyphen my name phone, I said you were supposed to be in silent mode. Thanks ever so much. But you're not my real mom. You can't tell me what to do. Yeah, basically. Well, I to- I literally told it what to do, and apparently it just. Nah, 
kids and I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, so what she did was she hyphenated it as her original last name hyphen mm-hmm. my name, mm-hmm. which I, you know, I, I was appreciative of, I didn't, I didn't expect her to, I, I didn't know how much pain in the ass it was going to be, but I was always, I was always proud that we shared. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. Oh, well, what really pissed me off about that going off on a tangent was, uh, when we lived in Arkansas, uh, I had tried to have my hyphenated name put on my driver's license. They told me I couldn't do it. And Why? I'm like, they said, you just can't do that. And I said, but this is my legal name. This is what's on social security card. And they gave me a whole bunch of shit about it. And they messed around with it and they screwed up four times on purpose. And then when I left, they're like, those damn liberals. Ma'am, I'd like to show you a couple things. Item number one, my out-of-state driver's license. Number two, here is my Social Security card. It also shows it. And number three, the federal government issued me a passport with my name this way. Are you going to go ahead and say that the federal government... I didn't have a passport at the time, but... you, You get the idea. But yeah, it was 31 years ago, but it just pissed me the hell off because it's like, why can you not hyphenate my name? Why are you telling me I can't? Because that's my legal name. God damn it. God damn. 31 years ago, man. You were even labeled, uh, you were even allowed to get a, a credit card at that point on your run? That yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's amazing how that yeah, works. Yeah, I had one at that time. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, yes. And Felis made it. Hi. Good morning. Evening. That's right. It's evening for you. I, by the way, I just finished. A big ass tumbler of orange juice because I, well, my buddy and I, we, we went out to, um, Texas to Brazil earlier tonight. There's reasons. Um, we, uh, eat a lot of meat. We ate a lot of meat because that's, that's kind of what you do. And well, I have a pit of, of meat in my stomach still hours and hours later. And to be on the safe side, I was trying to figure out, do I take a nap, set an alarm, or do I try to overdose on caffeine? And okay. It's kind of difficult to overdose on caffeine when you've got so much food already in your stomach, because I was worried about the whole, you know, a calorie coma thing going on. Well, sounds like indigestion to me. No, no. Coffee well, on top of meat. Yeah. Well, I had, uh, I had a big tumbler uh, of, uh, of coffee to try to, you know, keep things, you know, my brain awake. That's, uh, that was not a good idea because apparently even though it's water and it can, Water can like find its way through everything. It's also just sitting there in the pit of my stomach or just below it. And mm. sipping orange juice was kind of the best choice I had for um, continuing to rehydrate myself a little bit. So well, I'm having raspberry lemon Italian soda. It's actually tasty. 
Okay. Okay, that's pretty cool. As long as it works for you. There you go. Yeah, it doesn't have as much sugar as like soda in it. And it's actually a nice taste. Well, if you need to add sugar, you can always do that. I very much don't recommend that, but you could. I mean, you you know what happens if you add sugar to stuff like that. It's, it's not as sweet as like a Coke or a Pepsi or something like that. Okay. It's a lot lighter and it's carbonated, but I like it. That's, that's, that's fine. I, I was going to point out, uh, you, you drop uh, extra sugar into that stuff. Uh, two words. Uh, Coke. Mentos. <laughs> so you know, No, we don't want to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, most of us don't want to do that. <gasps> I mean, it could be fun, but it sounds messy. What would happen if somebody were to drop a Mentos into somebody's stein of beer? I don't know. Because that's still carbonation. Ooh. I'm going to have to think <laughs> about that one. I'm going to have to think about that one. Uh, as far as to um, Joseph, it's early in the morning, so, you know, not quite sure. Unrenowned Tech was taking a nap earlier and might still be kind of he might still show up in a little while and go, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, I'm here. Okay, okay, I'm here, I'm here. What did I miss? Um, the whole <laughs> show, man. Fuck, I'm going back to sleep. You know, that's that's kind of what I'm expecting, but you know, we'll see how it is. I'm done now. Yeah, <laughs> and it is what it is. I mean, it's not like anybody's under the gun for any reason here. So we'll, we'll go from here. Sacrilege. Stephanie, the, the whole idea of, you know, you drop Mentos into Coca-Cola. You know, we, we know about this experiment where. <laughs> ladies. Those of you who think that you have no gag reflex and you know who you are. Those of you who think that you can drop a Mentos into a two liter coca-cola and then pop the top into your mouth and just let the whole thing shoot down your throat and surprise the hell out of people i need to warn you about something and this is from somebody who is not adept at biology i do however know a little something about fluid dynamics and the fact that your sinuses are connected to the back of your throat, that you must consciously close the valve of when you swallow. And, well, foamy water encounters minor resistance in air pressure, and suddenly it backs up. And where does it go? Two words, angry dragon, don't look that up at work. You're welcome. Yeah, if you're going to do this, hold your nose. <laughs> uh, minimally. Minimally. <laughs> that's still not going to help because, oh my God, that stuff shoots up into your into your sinuses. Screw it, man. That's, that's going to... You want to try eating Reaper peppers? Nah, man, this is, this is worse. And it's straight <laughs> into your nostrils. And there's nothing you can do about it because that shit going to hurt. Actually, wait a minute. Wouldn't that be a great way of getting rid of all the, you know, um, viry stuff? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, no, because it would be bacteria. Viry wouldn't be affected by all that, that um, acid shit. 
not be my, my preferred method of nasal lavage. Just no. Yeah. That's probably hurt. Probably not an idea. Oh, right. Yeah. Get me back on track uh, really quickly. Uh, but beer. Uh, okay. Rem- reminding you that I'm talking about beer in, in, in the loosest standpoint, which means I'm talking about here in, in, in the colonies. So, you know, just, just an opportunity to piss off somebody at a bar and you'll really quickly, I know, I know, I know you shouldn't drop anything into anybody else's drink. I know I'm talking about somebody that, you know, who knows what's going on just to find out, well, what happens when you do, well, I don't know. Let's go ahead and find out. Hold on a second. Okay. There's only half left. Go ahead. Let's see what happens. Oh shit. That's a mess, isn't it? That's what I'm expecting. (laughs) That's what I'm expecting. The kind of thing that would make uh, the the uh, bartender just look at everybody and just really. So we'll see. Anyway, what they get paid for is clean up messes. Uh, yeah, but they don't need to. See, that's 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 the difference. Well, it depends. It depends on if they're a nice bartender or if they're an ass. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, what was the website again? What website? What website? What were we talking about? I don't remember us talking about a website yet. You know what? Um, Felix, you, you, you tell us what, uh, what website it is that we were supposedly talking about. We'll see what we can do about that for you. But otherwise I need to get things rolling. Because look at what time it is. We, we've kibitzed uh, long enough, I think. So how about I just get everything going? So with uh, five minutes on the clock for you, I'll go ahead and I will start your five-minute freestyle now. Imponderables. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have a little bit of fun at everybody's expense. Have fun thinking about this one. You're welcome. Would I tell you that my brain occasionally comes up with these really, really bizarre things. I am not pulling your leg. Here is one of them that happened Thursday while I was out with the little one. The question suddenly came up into my head. If you're working with a tack hammer, otherwise known as an upholstery hammer, and the, the hammer that I'm talking about is kind of an unusual one. It Instead of being a claw peen hammer like you know a carpenter's hammer it's got two noses on either side of the handle that i mean they're about the size of your finger on either side but the one side it's actually split in half so that you can put a uh uh i forget exactly what it's called but basically it's a it's an upholstery tack and you know slam into place okay cool and those heads are magnetized in order to help you, you know, keep a hold of whatever it is that you're tapping into place. Because, I mean, magnets are cool. That's where it started in my head. Follow me a second. If you have a bar magnet, and most of us know what a bar magnet is. Bar magnet kind of looks, well... I'll show you this. This is actually uh, an electronic uh, ID tag that I've got for conventions and whatnot. But it's kind of shaped like this. It's a rectangle. It's a it's a bar. I mean, we've most of us have seen it, and they're intentionally magnetized directly across. So they're pretty strong. 
so one side has got a north side, one side has a south side, and we've seen the we've seen the pictures of the the lines of force that you know kind of curve in in circular lines across the top and then come out the 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 ends out into everywhere, which is kind of the way that the Earth looks like if you were able to see the magnetic lines of force. And I remember that there was a, there was a question, what happens if you take one of those bar magnets and you cut it right in the middle, right in the middle across the, the short end so that you end up with two shorter bar magnets. You've got a north side on one side, a south side on the other. You separate it. What happens in the middle? Well, you've now got a south side and a north side that are opposite from the ends that the thing is coming across from. So that when you pull them apart, they want to pull themselves back together again because, you know, opposites want to you know, do that. So, so I said to myself, okay, that's kind of cool. But what happens if you take the same bar magnet and instead of cutting it in half so you've got two short ones, you cut, the, you cut, let's say, the north side. You put a cut in it in the center. Not so that you're breaking the whole thing apart, but you, you carve a divot into the center about, you know, halfway, halfway across so that you now have two thinner sides that are on the north side of the magnet. But we know for well that um, two norths want to repel each other. I mean, okay. I mean, we, we know that much. But what, what, if, what if you kept carving further towards the south side of the magnet? And, and and you slowly pushed the north items apart from each other, you know, deforming the metal. So you've got the, the south, which is effectively in the middle of it all. And now you've got two norths going out to either side. A magnet should only have two sides as a north and a south. Does that mean that I could conceivably make a bar magnet that has two north poles on it? I don't know what to do with that idea. The worst part about it is, I don't know where it came from. I don't know why it popped into my head. In the middle of goddamn Joanne's fabrics. Why? I don't know, but this is the kind of weird shit that my brain comes up with. Stone cold sober. So if you think that something is too strange to consider, just remember, I come up with stuff like this. You're not that bad off. Episode 420 on the docket, you're on the pros of the con. I know. I know, I really should have gone ahead and done something about, you know, marijuana. Because, you know, the, the whole 420 thing. But I didn't, I it didn't sink into my head until I was, like, sending out every announcement. And it's just like, oh, shit, I missed that. 
Oh, well, you know, what missed opportunity just, it, yeah. And the funny part of it was, I was actually, I was actually listening to one of the old episodes. I was actually listening to 404 with intentionally, uh, reminding you about everybody about that one, which was 404 was Easter and it not was found. 404 savior, not found exactly right. And I, 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 I was so good about that one. That one ended up just falling into my lap. And then this one, I, I'm, I'm considering the idea of making a barb magnet with two North poles on it. And, and I completely fucked this up. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. And it wasn't partaking. So it's can't blame it on that. No, no, no. The, la the last time I was even close to, what what could be considered smoking uh, was when I was still living on Long Island and my mom smoked. Uh, well, it was the seventies. I mean, you know, everybody smoked for for a little while. It just is what it was. But, but you could still do gummies. I mean, you know. Ah, uh, nah, nah. I I don't. Mm. No, although I have seen from uh, our, my, my wonderful friends over there, Canada Way, where they're just like, you know, I, I tried one and, you know, getting on to 20 minutes later, 25 minutes later, nothing's happened. And I'm thinking, you know what, maybe maybe I just got a dud. Let me go ahead and have another one. Another 15 minutes have passed and nothing's happened. Uh, maybe I should have a third. And they're tripping balls for the rest of the night. Just you know, you 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 dumbass motherfuckers. Well, I mean, I don't smoke weed either, but I will confess that when I went up there three years ago to go see Arno and Sammy, I figured, what the hell, I'll try it, and I you know had have a, had a couple of martinis, and I took like one hit off of the bong. I don't know what Sammy had in there. But it knocked me for a loop. I kept feeling like I was falling backwards. I was like, okay, this is not cool. And they ended up having to drag me up the stairs and put me in bed because I couldn't walk. And I said, okay, I'm done. I don't need any more of that. Gotcha. Once was enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Felix is uh, is reminding the, the question about what website not to watch at work. No, no, no. The, the term angry dragon. Don't go looking that up at work. If you know, you know, and if you don't, uh, you know, I'll make it easy on you. Angry dragon is when you go ahead and you, you try to swallow uh male ejaculate and it just comes out your nose Ew. like a, like a, like a dragon kind of, you know, so that's, that's, that's where that term comes from. So, Ooh. um, if, if you're going to go ahead and you're going to, uh, try just swallow, it's, it's, it's better for everybody involved. No. That's, that's fine. It's not going to make it matter. Hey, you know what? It's like late. And you know what we got to still do? The horrible scopes. We still got to do the horrible scopes. And I do have one that I have to very specifically and intently uh, do. That being the case, let me let me double check. Uh, so you, me, you, me, you. Oh, so it looks like you actually have to start so that we make this fall into line. So, folks, okay. if you do know what your astrological sign is, cool. If you don't, it's not 
going to matter one bit. Have fun, and since I've only gotten one request for this week, you're going to know who you are. All yours. <laughs> Aries, looking up into the night sky during the summer months is comfortable, but gives you a really bad photograph. You're going to need the bitter cold winter nights so that there's less thermal layer refraction in the atmosphere. So start planning for those nights now. Swing over to sarahscandyfactory.com, click into the marshmallow section, and buy yourself a 40-pound bag of either the vanilla mini dehydrated marshmallow bits for $160 USD or the assorted dehydrated cereal marshmallow bits for $130 USD. At least the shipping worldwide is free on that. 40-pound bag of little mini cereal marshmallow. You will never have to worry about your kids saying, can we get marshmallows in the alphabets ever again? Shit, I don't know the alphabet. Alphabets is pro oh, God, I haven't had alphabets. In you know what? I'm not yeah, a kid anymore. They, I don't need it. They didn't have marshmallows. That's what you had Lucky Charms for. Well, that's, that's exactly what that stuff is. Yeah. Doris... This week, you'll be in need of a good decompression night. Pull out your Disney Masterpiece Collection VHS tape of Robin Hood, pop some corn, and enjoy a slow evening on the couch. Since you might fall asleep early, set an alarm for three hours after you start the movie. And remember to take your multivites. And feed the cat. Jim and I. You asked for a good horrible scope this week, and we'll deliver. You have it on good authority that your accountant, one Mr. Foster Brooks, is doing a bang-up job for you. This year so far, you have accumulated $78.35 in can of bottle returns. And of that, how much is going to charitable donations? Zilch. Not because you're cheap, but because... Mr. Brooks' suggestion that at your age, you might need to do it more than they do. Celebrate with a drink tonight, preferably something that wasn't fermented for a change. There's some people that actually understand that one, and you're my people. Cancer mode child, your car's engine isn't dying. It's been properly dead for years. You just refuse to bury it. You could either... Check local junkiers for a replacement or, and, and here's an idea, consider selling it to a Bollywood production company that needs that specific make and model for the next movie in the Intherian series. I'm, I'm absolutely butchering it. It's, uh, it's, it's, an, it's a Bollywood version of uh, the Terminator, basically. You'd know it if you saw it. Trust me, it's every bit as glorious as you think it is. Leo, there's a golden money-making opportunity just over the horizon for you this week. Invest in a production company making homeopathic brain bleach. Start out with one part glycerin and four parts each of witch hazel and 90% isopropyl alcohol, and a peel-to-open-air freshener. Melt them all together over a slow heat and slowly add enough water to fill an Olympic-sized swimming pool. 
then mix that into 12 more. Put that into spray bottles and get ready to make a mint. But it's 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 impressive. It's an impressive piece. And before I read this one off, I have to say this one is specifically directed to a singular person who has already read it and had to correct me on a piece about it, which pissed me off to no end. Virgo. Shakespeare wrote, What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell just as sweet. This week, Virgo, what was once called is not anymore. But with new name, it is still just as precious as it once was. But now, with a new title, a new history begins. One unencumbered with intertwined existence and launching itself forever forward into the realm of history-making. Let that knowledge propel you forward towards the stars, per aspera ad astra. Libra. There is an old joke that goes like this. A man walks out of a fast food restaurant and a bedraggled guy walks up to him saying, please, mister, I've been out of a job for a month and I haven't had a square meal in a week. Can you help a guy out? The man replies, gee, I'd love to help you, but all this place serves as hamburgers and they're round. I don't know how old it is. It's so old, it's attached to Gemini's horrible scope this week. That is that is that is a significantly old joke. I I could hear you smile as you were reading that one. Scorpio, remember the Saturday morning cartoon series for the Super Mario Brothers Super Show with Danny Wells as Luigi? How different a show would that have been? If Ron Jeremy had been cast instead of Lou Albano. And how come there was never a parody show like that with Ron back in the 90s? They did 10-inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. They could have done the Mario Brothers. This week, find some brain bleach. (laughs) We talked about that one last night, and Dallin said he knows why they didn't do it. It's because <laughs> Nintendo would have sued the shit out of whoever the hell it was. But I countered that by saying, but that would mean that Nintendo would have to acknowledge that porn existed of one of their very family-friendly franchises. And maybe the best course of action would have been just to... Ignore it? Ignore it. Just saying. Sagittarius, don't go out for a summer picnic if it's going to be clear skies. Yeah, it's great to make fresh egg salad with fresh mayonnaise and homemade pickles, but that homemade bread is going to get toasted before you even get to eat. And who eats egg salad on toasted bread? Pod people. Be careful. I can't make the sound, so I'm not even going to try, even though I have the house all to myself. Nobody needs me to try to do that. Capricorn, there are things you should reflect on this week. 
specifically on how far dumb we've been culturally for a very long time. The Hindenburg burned to the ground in New Jersey in 1937. In 1969, Ralph Nader advocated for smoking to be banned on airlines. And the first airline to ban smoking in 1977 was Orgony, based out of the Balawick of Gersney, an island just 20 miles away from the island of, are you ready for this? Jersey. And what's all this got to do with you? Did you know those islands even existed? Open a geography book this week and learn something for a change. And, and Stephanie, uh, I'm looking very specifically at you because the uh, the Balawick of Guernsey is uh, a British Isle of self um, self autonomy, sort of. So have fun looking that up in the English Channel because it's really, really, really close to France. Aquarius, you know, normally we wouldn't give you tips on how to make easy money, but you better keep an eye on Leo this week. We're pretty sure they're into some shady money-making venture, and being an informant for the Food and Drug Administration can be a lucrative career. Just remember, your secret contact will be wearing floaties on their arm. Your codename is Deep Dive. Trust us. They're going to be people who are actually going to be going, oh, shit, what, what, what was it? That, oh, crap, I got I to gotta wait for it to get posted. Yeah, I'm going to have to wait to get posted. And finally, my fellow fish Pisces, you need to take a closer look at your wardrobe, if you can even call it that. No, people aren't silently judging you for the T-shirt you're wearing. They're judging you for the hole in it that you missed when you put it on. The one where your nipple keeps slipping out. Do us all a favor and just invest in new shirts, proper ones this time, not client merch. Singular Wireless folded in 2006. I feel called out now. I don't <laughs> care. And those are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you like what you got, uh, it's only because you asked for it. And if you'd like to see what it is that you got, you're going to have to wait until the end of the week when I post these at the end of the week. Uh, you know, all the usual spots, uh, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Discord. And if you'd like to bribe me for a nicer or nastier one, bribery can be done in the form of just getting in contact with me and asking because I'm, I'm really cheap these days. It, it's all good. I have fun with it. So there we go. So, wow, shit, look at that. We've almost burned the entire first half of the show. We normally wouldn't do that, but you know what? It's going to be it's going to be one of those nights. So, basically, I want to go through and just kind of go through the list of some of the some of the annoyances to put it mildly that have pissed us off to no end because there are con artists galore and it's not just the people it's the whole machination of it all and i kind of want to go through some of them because it's it's it, it's hard to explain just how much 
it's pissing me off. Because it just is. I want to open with, well, let me open with a low ball. An ace. An ace easy one. Peter Popoff. It's a nice simple one. We've heard about it. We've talked about it. Back in the 70s, he was, uh, he was, uh, he was a, a big name. He was a televangelist. He had himself mega churches, and he, he got people to come in of you know, like crazy, and he'd be up there in, uh, on the stage, not even a pulpit on the stage, big microphone, talking out there with everybody with that southern accent of his just a little bit, calling out people, telling them that they can come over here. They've got this ailment that he's going to go ahead and cure him of and praise Jesus. Get up out of that walker. You're fine. Except that the only reason he knew about it was because people would write this shit down on their prayer envelopes and his wife was feeding the information to him on a wireless transmitter that he had in his ear so that he could figure it out. And the late great James Randi found out, figured it out, and busted his ass. Mwah. Randy, we goddamn miss you. But the fact that he was doing it, okay, when you've got a new twist and a new angle, it can be hard to figure out what it is that's going on. The fact that people got duped for so long was annoying. But what twists me is the fact that this fucker came back with effectively the same shit again. And the populace just doesn't even know. They don't recognize it. They don't care. They just want to believe because they want to believe. And this money-making pain in my ass is still doing his thing. And not a hell of a lot of anything that we can do about it, except keep doing what we're doing, which is yelling and screaming at people and telling them, guys, um, it's con. Here's how it's being done. So the, the fact that that fucker is still out and doing his thing pisses me all off. Oh, Alina, uh, Alina Tron. There it is. I can I can talk tonight. Hi, welcome down. Yeah, uh, Peter Pavlov. He, he just he just a piece of shit. These these televangelists who are basically doing the snake oil thing it pisses me off to no end. Because once you figure out what the what the trick is, it's just painfully obvious. It it really is. Are you done finding new memes to post for us to look at and try to get me to laugh? Because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yes, I'm done. All right. So where have you got? Who have you got? What 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 area do you want to? Because I'm just going to ping pong back and forth with you on this one. Well, I'm I'm still amazed that. Trump is still walking free 
and grifting money for his quote-unquote legal defense fund, which he's not put a penny towards legal defense. It's a grift. Well, I mean, let's also let's also call a spade a spade here, shall we? How many lawyers actually want to accept his money, uh, even on a promissory note? Because he never pays his attorneys. Well, that's there's that. Plus, there's also the small problem of that they would not only lose money on the deal trying to accept him, but then having to hire their own legal counsel because, well. That yeah. that's that's gonna go that's gonna go poorly. Well, I mean, yeah, his lawyers are also having to lawyer up, and that's never a good thing. Yeah, that's right. What what does MAGAF stand for again? <laughs> Make attorneys get attorneys. <laughs> and it's true. It's true. Yeah. Some people who actually understand that reference really quickly, and oh my god, you people need to get the hell out more often. You know, there there is something to be said for that. Uh, the, but I've also heard that part of the reason why he hasn't been hauled in yet is because, and again, this is what I'm hearing, what I'm understanding. I ain't no legal scholar by any stretch of the imagination. Trust me on that one. I mean, I'm a podcaster wearing a T-shirt and, and, a, and a baseball cap supporting a cancer research hospital. I'm pretty sure I'm not a legal expert. But what I've come to understand from some people is that effectively, in order to haul his ass in, they have to have actual concrete, what's the word that I'm looking for here, an actual specific concrete charge to haul him in for. And the reason why they haven't yet is because they keep finding more stuff that keeps locking in a bigger and, and more airtight case. Because once they haul him in, you, you, you basically, you stuck right there for the most part with what you've got. Plus, that also means that you have to go through discovery, which means everything that you've collected up to that point and that's everything especially stuff for the most part being unredacted for, for, for certain pieces, for certain things, so that the possibility of now tipping your hand and letting them know all the stuff so that they can talk to witnesses and, and intimidate because they've never done that. Hmm. You know, they're, they're really worried that until they've got everything iron and ironclad patent platinum roasted you know they 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 don't want to you don't get a second chance at this one you just don't you don't and if they if they fuck don't up. Do, if if they don't do anything very quickly he could end up getting more people killed I know. I mean, he's already calling for violence anyway. And he's not the only one. Nope, he's not. And th the funny part of it is, the ones who are calling out for 
not saying I'm afraid there's going to be a civil war. The ones who are there will be say not not just saying there will be, but saying we want it. And this is the condition that it's going to be happening under are also the same ones that are all butthurt because they were called out for being fascists because they got the fifis hurt because they got called out for, you know, reality. Yeah. You know, there, there's something to be said for when, when, when people use um, reality and tell you that it's a bad thing and you complain about that reality, it's, kind of easy to say that you're on the wrong side of reality then well saying. i mean you know my answer back to those people is if you don't like being called a fascist don't be a fascist you see it's it's just as simple as if, that if the shoe fits wear that bitch all the way up to the inside of your colon yep yeah remind me so okay so it goes up and then to the right, the, the, the body person's right or the examiner's right? You know what? I'll, I'll look it up later. Uh, we'll go up to your right. So, um, so, and then curves. Oh, okay. Okay. Figured, um, figured out later, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, your appendix is over on the right side. If you still have one. Best of my knowledge. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. I just never liked the color of it. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, so where was it? Okay, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the, yeah, Lindsey Graham just shut the fuck up. Okay? Oh my God. I can't wait for his ass to be sitting down there in a courtroom in Georgia. You weasley mouth bitch. Oh my God. I just wonder what Trump has on him. You know, it's I gotta be something. I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah. And, and speaking of, uh, speaking of Georgia on the opposite side of the equation, Meaning somebody that's actually in a position of authority that we would really like to go the fuck away. That that guy who's in charge of um, elections. I was I was going to say voting security and and the like, but yeah. Who camp? Isn't he the one that uh, that was in charge of the voting? And well, he kind of. Um, kind of tilted the the pinball machine in his own favor and didn't recuse yeah. himself from shit. Yeah. And isn't there somebody who's going up against him uh, in, in the Democratic side? Stacey Abrams. And she is just... You know, if, if, if ever there was a verbal equivalent of... Okay, and by the way... Spoilers for all you Marvel movie folks. If ever there was a verbal equivalent of Hulk just body slamming Loki like a rag doll, that happened this past week. He's been owning him left and right. That's been that's been beautiful. 
the okay the people who have been associate uh, who've been helping out on those angles have been absolutely uh, del- chef's kiss delicious one of the other ones that happened all right stacy she she don't need no help from us she is doing a bang up job and by bang up i mean he she is basically throat fucking this guy into oblivion and we're all here for it and and good on you there i don't know where it was and i don't know who it was that did it but at some restaurant slash diner or whatever whatever kind of place it was Mehmet Oz went and took a picture with the staff over there and he had one of his campaign signs his campaign signs are in the shape of oh, again another another electronic um little electronic thing i've got they're shaped like this they're they're kind of you know rectangular mm-hmm. and it has o z oz yes i said z leave me alone o z because you know nice and simple big letters well the people that he was taking a photo with decided to take the sign and reorient it from horizontal to vertical reminding you now that the o is at the bottom and the z is at the top rotated 90 degrees which now means that the photo that he took with this group now reads no (laughs) and there are people who have been getting three of those campaign uh, those those campaign placards so that they can make it no rotate it the other way on and underneath it us for those of you that don't think that creativity matters for those of you that don't want to uh, foment artistry and 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 character design and typeface treatments now we know why you've been fighting against that because the creatives are the ones who are the nice and easy people to piss off there is a truism in television production don't piss off the art department <laughs> because they will do things that will make you regret pissing them off. You probably don't know about this one. Um, Star Trek Next Generation, 87. The big ass medical board in sickbay, according to legend, and it's, it's hard to know this one because it was done in such a way that the art department knew wouldn't get easily picked up because, you know, TVs at the time, you know, 87, 88. There's supposedly a listing on there somewhere on the big board. Amount of medical insurance remaining. What? Somewhere really small, just a spot over there, just to have fun at everybody's expense. Because the joke is, in the 22nd, 23rd century, you know, why the hell would anybody need to worry about health insurance? But they put it in there as an in-joke for everybody. I never knew that. 
there are there are a number of things where they did stuff like that. When uh, David Ogden Steers, famously from uh, Mash, as uh, Charles Emerson Winchester the Third, Doctor, I might add, uh, he was on Star Trek at one point. And if you look around, there are a number of places where um, the Mash unit number is listed in various different pieces on screen. And at the time he reminded you that not a lot of the, not a lot of the stuff was actual CGI. So it was a whole bunch of like backlit panels that they put, um, transparencies on and, and had to scrape off, you know, sections so it would light up. So, um, so 4077 shows up in a lot of the stuff when he was on, and that was specifically for him. That's the art department having fun at everybody's expense and going, yeah, we guess who's going to be on? All right, what can we do? <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's great when simple things like that can have happen. No on Oz. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's such an easy target, too. He is. he is. He is. And the best... Oh, remind me. He has... He has citizenship in Turkey, was it? Yep. Okay. Is he, quote-unquote, a natural-born United States citizen? No. So if anybody wanted to drag out this little item, could go ahead and say things like, why is he getting into politics? Because there's no way he'd be allowed to run all of us. Why should he be even running any of us? Well, I, mean, I know, I know, I know. Legally can, he just can't run for POTUS. I know. I know. But at the same time, you know, that, that same kind of thing can also bite us back in the ass because we've got a number of other people who have done exactly the same thing. But I just want to use it just so that we could verbally punch Mehmet in the face. I want to, I don't want to call him doctor. I just want to call him Mehmet for, for no other reason other than it makes him sound like such a fool. He sounds, he sounds like he should have, a puppeteer's hand up his ass into his face, you know? Oh, he should. Well, I mean, it's figuratively speaking, kind of does. I mean, he, he, I don't remember if he lost his medical license or he was just like ostracized from where he went to school. I, I don't know, but he did get in trouble yeah. several times for selling fake supplements and stuff. And Congress or the Senate, whichever one he was, they, they, they hauled his ass up and it's just like, should doctors actually be, you know, promoting specific medicines using terms like miracle cure? That they own stock in. And he, uh, I never knew that they gave tap dancing lessons at Cornell Medical, you know, it's, I'm, I'm really impressed. That was really, that was really impressive. It's, you know, definitely a question of divided loyalties there. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he voted in their elections. He served in Turkey's military. I mean. And apparently yeah. has uh, connections to various higher-ups in the 
not really great government. So yeah, the hell it's conflict of interest. I would think. I would say so. I would say so. Um, uh, those numbers down there, those are violations of the U.S. Criminal Code 18. These are all the violations that uh, the former guy have racked up so far. And the ones that are under Section 1519 and 1512 would render him ineligible to run for any future office. Now, the other ones won't. Why the hell 793 wouldn't qualify? That makes no sense to me. That's the espionage charge. Uh, I don't know why that would not render someone or disallow them from running for office, but it doesn't. Uh, but 1519 and 1512 specifically do, and that's for the destruction of uh, government documents and mutilation or improper discharge of government documents. Yeah, that's, you know, that's that's a whole other thing. That is that is still a question that I am still pissed off about, um, th- sideways from all that, which mm-hmm. is the documentation, and I, I, don't, I don't care if it's a single document or if it's a folder of docs, but documentation that basically had the, the security level of, this doesn't leave this room. Ever. Who allowed it to go? They'll find out. Oh, yeah. Oh, There's yeah. a chain of custody on some of this stuff. They will know. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be hauled in. And if they are military, and there's a good possibility that some of them could be, mm-hmm. that's... They're toast. Yeah. That's, that's, that's just... Yeah. And I still want to see Flynn called up. And I went through and looked up all the articles of the UCMJ that he has violated. And I'll put those in the chat real quick, too. Stan- and there's probably some that I've missed, but those are all the articles that he could be brought up under. Stephanie has point up, pointed out something that I had completely overlooked myself. Thank you. Stephanie's saying, what amuses me is that the xenophobic you, you you put that capitalized i don't you know what they they have they have so so little you know what we'll, we'll give them a capital x on this one that's fine uh xenophobic gop is backing oz mm-hmm. that's a really good interesting question i mean wasn't wow. there a whole bunch of yelling and screaming about um uh Oh God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've, I've forgotten what her name is, and I'm trying to remember. Oman. Ilya Oman. Yeah. Oman. Okay, so I, I wasn't too far off, and and they yell and scream about these Muslim people coming into our houses of 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 lawmaking, and and they don't know what the they they came over here, and now they're trying to change everything in the. Well, Keith Ellison, I don't know if you remember him. He was the first Muslim that was ever sworn into Congress, and he uh, was sworn in on a Quran. They lost their shit. Was that, was that several years ago? Wait a second. Was there that that there was that one guy that was uh, he he was a down Southern boy, and I'm I'm saying that with all um 
derisiveness at this point, who was being interviewed, I think it was on CNN, I could be wrong, I forget what it was, and he was just like, well, what I... When I was sworn in, I was sworn in on a Bible. That's the way it's supposed to be. And the, the interviewer is just like, you you know that, that that's not a thing. You, you can be sworn in on anything or nothing. And all he could do is just blink because he just could not process that. And then he went off on, on the whole, well, Donald Trump was sworn in on a Bible. Yes, because he's Christian. You don't no, have to be smart. That, that's what the, the interviewer said. So, and... And I know for well, were it me, what would I be sworn in on? Constitution. I would be sworn in on the goddamn Constitution. And I don't care which version it is. It could be off of a dot matrix printer on the old school 11 by 14, what, 14, 19 inches, what, I don't care, green and white bar paper from like 1973. I remember that stuff. I remember that stuff too. I still have, I'm pretty sure I still have naughty ASCII art on some of those back when I was at college. <laughs> so shh, don't, don't, don't tell anybody. I, I would go on, I would go on a pocket constitution. You know, the, mm-hmm. those little ones that you can get that's, that literally fits mm-hmm. in your back pocket. Ladies, even your back pockets. I know, yeah. I know. I'm opening up a big ass can of worms at this point. I'm sorry, I'm not saying that you got a big ass can. Yes, you, you know did. What I, mean. I heard you. But the idea that women's pockets are wrong, I don't understand that. Anyway, but, uh, you know, one of those little pocket costumes. You, wait a second, you can get those for free from some places, right? Mm hmm. I mean, I would. I I've known. I can't remember names offhand, but I've known a couple that have been sworn in on copies of the Constitution, mm. and I was all there for it. I was like, "Yeah, you do it." That's that's exactly the way that it should be. I would. Mm-hmm. You know what? I would. I would put my hand on my child's head and swear in that way. I don't know if they would let you do that. I guess you could try. What are they going to do? I don't know. You don't have to swear in on anything. You don't have to put your hand on anything. But were it me, I think the most noble thing would be I am taking on this responsibility for my child and all the children to do right for them for later. I would love to see that happen one day. But I'm a I romantic. thought the constitution. The, I thought the constitution was pretty cool that the people who did it. There is, and that's the way it should be. You're taking an oath to uphold the constitution, not the Bible. That's exactly right. But uh, in some states, you still cannot hold office if you're an atheist. I know that when I lived in Arkansas, that was one of the uh, rules still on the book. And that's the problem. It's on the book, but it's unenforced. And un- mm, down there, it was enforced. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me just, just let me finish where I am. Okay. Until enforcement is attempted, only then could it be fought and struck down if you had a fair judge in the case because the federal level says um yeah, you uh doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what uh, what faith you are. So, um, 
cut it out. Um, I, I do know that it happened in Arkansas when I was down there, and it was only somebody that was running for like the city county council or something like that, but they were not allowed to uh, take their position because they were an atheist. So it's one of those low down on the totem pole kind of things where it's just an annoyance yeah. factor and you know, because of that. Well, he could not be seated. They would not allow it. So. So fuck them. Yeah. Um, backtracking. Stephanie's pointed out it again and accurately. So the scariest part is the empty folders. This is in reference to the. The documentation, the the manifests, that's what I'm looking for, for the collected property that was previously in Donald Trump's possession. I'm being very careful in the way that I am describing this. Even though we could say any other way, in a lot of different ways, the currently most accurate way of describing it with least ambiguity and the least legal ramification for us perhaps later is to word it that way. And I'm all with you. Somebody pointed but out. They're, but they're bragging about it now though. Yep. The, the bar that's downstairs in Trump tower has one on display that's marked classified and it's empty. Mm-hmm. And it's next to some other memorabilia. And didn't we say there, I, I think, I think you were the one that said they will take all these documents and they will run fingerprint analysis on all of it. Yep. God, the, the stuff that was in those manifests, by the way, did you see that some admittedly? Yes, there were, there were a number of folders that were just empty. Yeah. So what was in them? Who's got them? It's a good question. Both of them good questions. But what was disgusting to me, and fr from from the idea of this is not supposed to be this way, is the whole, the list of items, and some of them were very official documents, some of them were very secretive documents, some of them were gifts, okay? And then there were pieces of attire of some kind, not really specified necessarily, all bundled together in these same boxes. And I keep thinking about it and it's like, okay, there's these secret documents. There are these covert documents. There are these pieces of information that shouldn't see the light of day outside of a secretive room. And they're all stuffed in there with a MAGA hat holding it all down. You know what I mean? Yep. Or a or 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 a T-shirt. You know this this the, the manifest reads like somebody that was going to uh was going to be a, a dealer at a convention, and they were bringing all their merch and all their paperwork at the same time. And I'm not saying that in a very good way this time and i know a lot of people who go to you know various conventions and you know bring their stuff bring their merch to sell and they're professionals about it this guy isn't a professional and i don't know i don't know man 
I don't know. Well, I think it's kind of funny that he's had something that was marked for Emmanuel Macron. Huh. And it could be some kind of like, I don't know, dirt or compromise on him or something like that. But it's like, hey, we know how French people roll, so they wouldn't care. But the way that Melania was looking at him, you have to wonder. You know, we we would be the the last people to go ahead and kink shame anybody. But Donald, if if you really just want to come ahead and, and just let us know You've got a cuckold fa- fantasy. That's fine. <laughs> it's perfectly understandable. Don't worry about it. I'm just laughing because a lot of those incels, you know, would call him a cuck. <laughs> well, I mean. Well, that's, you know, a, a bad thing among that group. That's like the worst thing that you could call somebody. Well, other than Chad. Or Stacy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there is that. Wow, it's just... But what I'm upset about the most, though, besides, you know, possibly giving our secrets away and also having secrets of our allies and giving those away... God, is... he was even doing that before he was out of office. Thank you. I mean, yeah, he was doing that, but... You know, he had human intelligence there with names and salaries and, you know, locations of all of these people that are in the three-letter agencies that took 20 years to, you know, build up their covers and now they're blown. Some of those people could already be dead. Oh, we know for well that some of them are. And how are they going to extricate them, the ones that are not? carefully oh he's just such a son of a bitch and it's all for money or power or something blackmail i don't know i think money you know what i bet you it's not i bet you and 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 i can't believe that i'm thinking this way you remember me the guy that was trying to figure out how to turn a a, a north-south bar magnet into a north-south north bar magnet I bet you it's for we know full well that Donald has tried to make himself seem upper. I bet you part of the reason why he had this and shared it was just so that he could brag Look at what I've got. Doesn't that make me special and on your level now? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you think back to the... I can't remember the specifics of it, but when he was at Mar-a-Lago and there was some kind of military, something going on, and he was just right there with everybody's cell phones, just, you know, going, look at what we're doing. He's I can't a... remember if that was Syria or, or what that was, but there was something going on. It was he, early on in his presidency. He's such a child. Yeah, you know, just really. And and whatever happened to all those uh, all those folks that were saying that um, the way that he was standing, where he looked like he could have been the front end of a centaur, and it, yeah. it's some kind of a, a a mental thing. 
yeah, Alzheimer's or something, dementia, something. You know. Some people are saying it's because he had lifts in his shoes, but that wouldn't do his posture like that. I mean, my dad wore lifts in his shoes, and he didn't stand that way. And how... uh, I don't wish physical harm on people, but how funny would it have been if the wind had taken him from the back and he ended up with a denture set full of green grass? Just saying... (laughs) Yeah, if he'd fallen forward, that kind of would have been funny. Could have broken his nose. Maybe that would have actually been one of the best things to have ever happened to his speaking voice, though. Changes the timbre of your voice, and Lord knows he's got about the same timbre out of um, timbre recognition out of me as. Um, Roseanne Barr. Yeah, I, I can't listen to him. No. No. And the people keep listening to him. The people keep listening to him and keep obeying. And they keep throwing in their money into the ring. Money that they can ill afford to do that with. And, you know, that's that's one of the things... That hurts the most for me. That piece of the scam. Because it's like... You're you're intentionally bilking. You're intentionally calling out for... And getting money from people who... Older folks. People who are scraping by. People who believe that they are just... One more lotto ball away from making it big. Well, they send out these threatening-sounding emails, too. Oh, yeah. Like 20 or 30 a day where, you know, we thought we could count on you as one of the top supporters, and we're going to tell Donald that you haven't donated, and won't that be a shame? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I do not. I do not get that. I, it's I, it, that That's the nicest way of putting that. I remember seeing shit like that. Um, you know, when dial up internet was, was a thing and you had to worry about, um, getting these dozens, hundreds in some cases of these spam emails and, and get them purged out of everybody's inbox accounts. And I say that as somebody who once upon a time ago had to do that. Thank you very much. You'd be surprised some of the shit that people send in email when they think nobody else is looking. I only reviewed these attachments because I needed to find out what it was that was plugging up these mailboxes with, you know, 10 and 20 megs worth of, you know, media attachments. And when you're on dial-up, that don't go real easily. Trust me. No. It don't. It's slow. Because Outlook Express doesn't like that trust me i know well anything that takes 15 minutes to download is just a pain in the ass especially on dial-up because there's no more bandwidth 
That's you're, what I'm talking you're, about. You're stuck, man. There's nothing else to be done about. Um, it's up a wall and down the other side. Um, Elinatron, no worries. Rest well. Take care. Good to have you down. And um, just have a good holiday weekend. Take care of yourself. So, um, what else can we, oh, I think we, we should probably take a, a quick moment to realize that there has been apparently a, uh, a, how do I best put this? Uh, there has been a farce in construction, apparently, for quite a long time over in Russia. Uh, apparently, whatever company it is, that or government agency, I should say, that's been overseeing uh, the construction and management of the safety of windows really needs to have a complete change in house to change out how everything is done. Just saying. How many people falling out of windows these days? Yeah. Yeah, you want to you want to explain that one to to the folks because uh, I I think that you you would have a, a more entertaining spin on it than I. Well, that just seems to happen to a lot of people that have turned enemy, according to uh, Putin. A lot of his enemies seem to have a bad habit of falling out of windows from like the fifth floor. It's just a thing. You know, it's either that or drinking polonium, but. You know, mostly it's windows. Well, you don't drink polonium. You, you have it uh, stuck into your foot. Well, from... polonium's usually put in your tea. It's the Novichok that's put in your underwear. That's the poison. But polonium is the radioactive stuff. Well, yeah, I was I was trying to remember. Didn't, didn't they use uh, polonium in, in, like, the tip of a um, uh, an umbrella and, and jab somebody in the foot? Uh, that was probably the Novichok. But yeah, radiation sickness is, is definitely a thing. You don't want to drink the tea. See, this is why I like coffee. Why tea? I don't know. I guess it's a European thing. I don't know. Ah. Doesn't really much matter. But yeah, it's it's fair to say that uh, poisoning in, in Russia is is still a thing. Gravity poisoning, specifically in this case. So yeah, it's um, don't don't get it. Oh, uh, see, Stephanie, I always knew I could trust you to to come. On. Stephanie, they suffer a stroke, then quote unquote fall out of the hospital window while probably unable to get out of bed. Yep, it's amazing. You know, sleepwalking when you're drugged up like that. That's a that's a that's a pretty poor thing to have happen. Happens regularly, though. Over there. You've worked in the medical area. Do you have a, a code that you can use for somebody that's fallen out of a window in a hospital from the terminal velocity floors? There probably is a code for that in ICD-10. I'd have to research it because there's like 38,000 codes, but there probably is one. 
See, and, and, and now you're going to go looking that up later. and, and I some... probably will. It's going to be probably under a trauma code. But I'm pretty sure that really... qualifies a trauma. Absolutely, yeah. But what I think is hilarious is there's even a code for... The, now, get this one. There's not only a code for being sucked through the jet propeller on an airplane, but there's a code for second occurrence. Or, I'm like, how would you have a second occurrence? Hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. I I have seen, I have seen the video from uh, an at night carrier deck uh, for uh, the um, navy from an aircraft carrier, and and some some poor deck schmuck was too close to an engine and went in. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't recall, uh, their disposition after that happened. I can only assume that the answer would be not good. Just just saying, but why would you have a second occurrence, but there's a code for it. it, Second occurrence, (laughs) but is, is there a, is, is there a, um, a thing for, how long between occurrences? No. It would just be a subsequent occurrence. Okay. Because remember, <laughs> there, there, there were people who were on subsequent uh, boats that went down back in the day. Like, there was somebody that was on uh, the Titanic and the Britannic and some other. But they lived through, like, all three boat sinkings. But they were on all three of them. When they sank, so you know. Oh my goodness! So I mean, who, who the hell knows? I mean, they have you know codes for getting bitten by an animal and losing a finger, and they've got it so specific it will tell you which part of which phalange on which hand. That's why I hate ICD-10. It's too goddamn specific. And I heard that ICD-11 has already gone live in Europe, so it's going to be rolled out over here, and I'm like. Oh, baby, cry. No. I hate that you use the term phalangia, and I actually understood what the hell that was. <laughs> well, you have to specify if it's left or right. No, I get, I get. Which finger it is, if it's a first, second, or third knuckle, you just have to. Oh, that's shit. There are certain anatomical terms. All right, you know what? They're, they're fine. Phalange, okay, that that's that's the tentacle things, the ends of your arms. Okay, I get that. Before yeah, anybody your gives fingers you... and your toes are phalanges, and then you have different joints on there. You know. Oh, I, no, I, I get, I get, that, I get. That. No, my my point is that most people don't think of it as the tentacles that you have at the end of your arms, because that's that's actually pretty, actually pretty spot on. I'm I'm thinking in in terms of, um. There's... Okay, so we've got fall with injury, falling while asleep, falling object. Let me see. Uh, falling oh, you've actually got access to it now. Oh, my God. Through, <laughs> falling through ceiling. No, we want window. Fall through glass, fall from window. ICD-10 code, falling from W13.4XXD. And you can also have a subsequent encounter. 
fall from, out of, or through a window. Does it specify open or closed? Uh, let me see. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, it, I don't know which would be worse. If you had an open window and you just whew, straight through, or if you've you had... Got, you've got fall or falling from, out, off of, window, through window. Because <laughs> what's going through so, my yes, head... There's, there's a code for it, so yes. Yeah, what I'm, what I'm thinking of is in terms of, well, does that mean that for one of them, you actually have to put in a cut by falling glass as well to go along with it all? Well, there is a separate code for cut by falling glass. Let me see if I can find that. I'm just, I'm just wondering if there's like a quick link that says, oh, if you... <laughs> Uh, like I said, there's hundreds of thousands of codes in here. It's ridiculous. Oh God! Now I'm thinking that this is like a this is like a a, a bad website that's trying to make deals for you. If you went ahead and you selected Fallout Window, maybe you'd like to go ahead and also select Cut by Falling Glass. Would you like okay. to add that to your to your checkout? Here now? we go. I see the ten code W one eight point zero two X A. Uh. Falling through glass. Oh, God. I'm Being struck myself. with glass. Oh, God. It does not include uh, a subsequent fall against a crosswalk. <laughs> God damn it. That's all right. Uh, Stephanie is saying uh, that is actually probably less horrendous than the beaten to death along with your immediate family. Uh, the whole falling out a window after, you know, being in the hospital and, and you know, drugged up so you can't walk. Well, if you're I, drugged up, defenestration would definitely be less painful. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we think. And Felis has also pointed out uh, about the the video of the uh, the airman that got pulled into a uh, into a turbine i believe he lived his helmet stopped him from getting into the turbine luckiest motherfucker on the planet um if only only, only because if you folks have never looked up how a turbine engine works on on an aircraft the yeah. physics that goes into that is fucking insane it it really honest and truly is there are two separate counter-rotating systems that pull air in compress it squeeze it through an area that gets mixed with fuel burn that and then exhaust it out the other end which then has the added piece of, well, you need to also make sure that you've got more air going around the outside of that entire structure, but still inside the cowling in order to make sure that the whole thing doesn't melt itself into a piece of slag. It's absolutely insane, the physics that goes into that. And the fact that it works, uh, seriously, just... just Look it up on YouTube sometime. How does a jet turbine work? It is it is absolutely insane. It is eight minutes of of mind numbing 
of why does this work? Why does why does physics work this way? It, it it's it's positively insane. Um. Oh, and Felix is saying yes, he was okay. So, uh, cool. Look into an open blender times one hundred. Um, but the blender is about the blender blades that you're talking about at that point are about the same size as um looking at the front face of a school bus. It's big. Yes, I'm intentionally calling out somebody. No, we're we're not going to go any further than that. Well, damn. Hmm. I just looked and defenestration's not actually listed in ICD-10. I'm disappointed. There should be a code for just defenestration, but it's not in there. There's a code. God, for, there's a code for almost any guy. You know what? That th- those codes that is basically rule thirty four for the medical industry. Rule thirty. Internet rule thirty four <laughs> is there is porn of it, no exceptions. Rule thirty four a is if there isn't, there is. There will be. There there is or there will be. Yes. So it it is basically rule 34 for the medical industry with all those codes. There is a code for it. If there isn't, there is going to be a code for it. That's probably going to be an ICD-11. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't want ICD-11 because 10 is so hugely different from 9, and I still haven't wrapped my mind around 10, and it's been out for years. It's all fine. And I had a nurse tell me, yeah, ICD-11 is coming. And I was like, curls up in the fetal position and cries. No. I am going to push the boundaries of the not safe for work tag right about now. I, If this is an offline copy of these codes that you've got, where you don't have to worry about who's going to find out what codes you were looking for, cool. If this is one where somebody could be flagged for it in IT. Don't go looking this one up, but I'm going to ask is there a code for for death or or injury committed in the act of copulation with an entity not of the species of the injured party. I'm, 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 I'm really wondering. Okay, now what was your question? Death by uh, death by De- sex with what? Uh, you know what? Fine, I'll just go with it. Death by snusu with horse. Because I'm, I'm, I don't remember, I don't know why he's popped into my head, but suddenly Mr. Hand comes to mind. Hand, hands, whatever the hell his name was. Moron got himself impaled by, uh, by an equine because stupid got his, uh, got his, uh, his uh, lower intestine perforated. And as we can probably guess, that's a really bad way to die. And he did.
you know, if anybody goes ahead and asks you about that, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to point them over to my way to take the the heat off of you on this one. You, you, you know, I'm sure there probably is, but I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this to find it. Um, perforated colon. I guess start there. Uh, Felix is asking, is that a furry reference? Uh, no, no, there was somebody. Oh God. I don't even remember how far back this one goes. Now uh, he filmed himself being railed by, um, I forget how big an equine, but it, it was enough that he ended up getting his lower intestine perforated and well, Getting your lower intestine perforated is, as said, it's a really bad way because you basically poisoned your own blood and, well, bad things happen because, you know, you bleed all over the place. And that's not necessarily a good thing. Normally when you bleed, it's because you you, you got a cut or something, that's good because that's washing stuff out. But when you've got colon contents mixing into your blood, and there's no way to stop the blood because, well, he died. He 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 he, he died. Uh, it could go under S three six point six, which is uh, injury of rectum. Well, that's uh, <laughs> that's a very euphemistic way of putting it. Uh, I don't know that that's wrong. It's unspecified. Let me see if there's... You know what? It, it, all things considered, maybe that's just fine to just leave it right there. It's not specified. I think that might be just fine. Like I said, if this is an offline copy that you're searching through, you know, have fun of it. But if this is a if this is one where you're going to have to answer to IT later because they got flagged, I, I, I can't afford bail money for you. You're going to keep looking for this now, are you? Uh, death by rectal prolapse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. You know, I can think of worse ways to die, but not many. But I can't find any uh, anything for specific to a horse. I'm sorry. That's all right. It's probably better that way. Something tells me in a couple of weeks you're going to finally come back and go, oh, by the way, I finally found that code. Yeah, that might happen. <laughs> if, if, mm, if I find it, I'll let you know. <laughs> I, 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 it was morbid curiosity. I will have mm -hmm. no need whatsoever to use said code, and I will completely forget. I don't even remember any of the codes you've already given me at this point, so I'm, I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> not even worried about it. Oh, God. Uh, you know, I, 
I try so hard sometimes to keep like on on a particular path for a, for an overall storyline, but man, we've just totally spiraled completely out of control at this point. And I blame the, we always do. We 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 do, but I have I I have a tendency of you know pulling us back, you know pulling the ship back on course. And I'm I I still have just I have a calorie coma still waiting. At the moment. Well, it's my fault because she can tell me to look up stuff and I can do it. It's, I, it's taking advantage of my talents. Yeah. We all, we all have certain wheelhouses. Yeah. <laughs> You've got that. But no, you're not going to find death by snoo snoo in there because I don't think snoo snoo is a medical term. It probably isn't, but... Probably isn't. But the funny part of it is, if you were to give that expression to somebody, it's enough in the social consciousness that people would actually understand. Know what it is, yeah. And somebody is going to go ahead and say, hey, how come this isn't in there? <laughs> and Rule 34 takes the cake. Well, I have had doctors help me out with stupid things before because I'm a klutz like I went to my doctor one time because I was trying to get ready for work and you know I was running late trying to get my makeup all done and everything and broke my nose with uh, a loose powder puff you know to put on loose powder because I was patting it too quickly and went crunch and so I ended up having to go to the doctor and he's like, yep, your nose is broken. How did you do it? And I said, uh, with a powder puff, I was putting on loose powder too quickly. And he goes, okay, so you start writing down his notes. You broke your nose playing powder puff football. How does that sound? And I'm like, yeah, let's go with that one. Okay. I know I've talked <laughs> about this one before, but I'm going to do it again because buddy that I knew who knew my wife because they grew up in the same basic area. He was a American soccer, international football player, goalie. Got his nose broke a couple times because, well, you know, fast, fast ball coming flat at your face. And well, you know, it, it, it happened yeah. this way. And he showed up into the ER a couple of times to where, you know, third time out. The nurses over there at the ER is just like, hey, Tony. Yeah, I. So um, you want me to check if it's broken? No, I I know it's broken. <laughs> well, exam two is open. <laughs> I know the way. Don't worry. I'll, 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 get, I'll get over there. That's not the funny part. The funny part is when he went in the next time. And he actually had to explain why he wasn't in his soccer clothing, his soccer uniform. Oh his husky by the name of Woof was very happy to see him, jumped up and into his nose, instantly re-breaking it. And he had to basically say he knew exactly what it was that had happened because he was very familiar with, and thank you, I'll take exam two again. 
and they had a good laugh at his expense because Woof destroyed his nose. And it wouldn't be the first time that he did it because he apparently did it at least twice that I can think of off the top of my head. And every time it happens, I give him shit whenever it comes up in a conversation and I hit him on, on Facebook and he has a good laugh all over again. Well, several, several, several years ago, I had a patient one time that uh, ended, up, ended up getting a toilet plunger lodged in his rectum. And his story was that he had slipped while getting out of the shower and bam, and we were not buying it. You're like, mm, sure. And of course we couldn't laugh, you know, in front of the guy, but out in the hall we were like, <laughs> just because the story was so bonkers. We would like to believe your story. We really, really would, but... We don't. But And yeah, he had to have surgery to remove it, so, wait, yeah. Wait, wait for this. The fact that we were able to remove a coating of Astroglide from around the rim leads us to believe that you may not be entirely truthful. But if you want to tell us that... Just happened to be that way. We're ready to believe you. Trouble of it is, I'm trying to think. What would the insurance company say after that? After that surgery, I have no idea. It was not my problem. <laughs> but yeah, he did have to have surgery to have that. <laughs> Poor guy. See, folks, this is why being being an improvisationalist is fine for comedy, but not for physical comedy. Because we will laugh. We will laugh behind your back, and we will continue to laugh years and years and years later because we're not going to forget. And sooner or later, one day, you will see your story on a Tumblr post. It won't matter that you don't have. It won't matter that you don't have a Tumblr account. You will see it, and you will look at it, and you will cower at the knowledge that you could add information to the story to make it more accurate to reality. But then your fingers would hover over those keys and realize. It's better that no one knows. Yeah. And I'm not going to put, you know, the the location of where this happened or anything and nope. the gear or anything like that. So I haven't violated nope. any HIPAA nope. guidelines nope. at all. Nope. <laughs> don't need a name. Don't need to know. Don't oh. need. Don't need nothing. Nope. You know, if we're gonna if we're gonna end on one one uh, one last funny, that's not exactly embarrassing, but also having to do with the same guy with with uh, with Tony. Um, I'll, I'll 
I'm gonna close. I'm, I'm gonna use this as my closing because I, I think something funny instead of completely in, in, inciting resentment is probably a good idea. One of the things that uh, had happened when I met Tony, it was when I was getting hired into uh, the company that my wife was working for at the time, which was a, a call center here in Buffalo, a fairly large one, and. It turned out that, you know, we, we, we struck up a, a great conversation every once in a while. Fun guy. Well, he, he left and he was working for the house of mouse and he was still doing some of the stuff with not exactly call centery type stuff, but he was dealing with a lot of info behind the scenes kind of things, setting up campaigns for, you know, advertising pushes and whatnot for, for stuff. And he's at a, not exactly a round table, but, you know, a conference table kind of thing with a bunch of different guys who were there and they're discussing a, a thing that's going to be coming up. And he has to talk with the IT guys about how to set up, how this is all going to play out on the back end of it all. And he's talking about parent and, uh, parent and child relationships. Now I'm forgetting what the, what the exact term was that was being used, but he was trying to talk to the IT guys, the database guys. And for whatever reason, the marketing guys were the ones who were just like, well, wait a minute, why aren't we in on this whole thing with the parent and child thing? And it's like, no, no, this is, this is, this is, to, this is a totally different thing. Don't, it, it, it's got nothing to do with you. It, nothing. And still got interrupted a couple of times. And apparently this had happened like a, a day before I ended up talking to him about it. And, you know, we're talking, he's, he's not really happy about it. He, cause he's just getting more frustrated because the, the, the marketing guys want to push because better marketing means more sales, more sales means their numbers look better. Their numbers look better. Their bonuses look better. So, you know, there, there's an incentive to actually know what's going on, but they don't want to get off of the whole parent and child thing. That's a database thing. That's not a marketing thing. So I finally tell him, look, here, here's what you do. Go to a bookstore. You know, back when there were still bookstores, by the way. So, you know, this this is back when um, Borders Books was still a thing. Go to the bookstore and find a Ford Dummies book about database management. Put it in your, put it in your briefcase. Don't tell anybody about it. Have it a little bit covered up so nobody sees it. And the next time this stupid motherfucker opens his mouth, go to your briefcase, take out the book, toss it so it lands in front of him, and absolutely ignore him and continue talking on with the database guys. Laughing uproariously. He calls and we talk about two weeks later. Not only did he find the database book for dummies, which by the way, the four dummies books 
look like this. They're mm -hmm. bright yellow and black. You can't miss the type of book it is because it is a very distinct style that has been around like this since easy 1995 for a lot of different things. Sick ass son of a bitch did exactly that. And nobody but nobody bat an eye or said anything, but they all had looks back and forth to each other and knew what had just happened. And he was a goddamned motherfucking legend for it. The best part, though, he continued to drink his coffee out of a wild E. Coyote mug while working at the House of Mouse. He mixed the streams whether they liked it or not, and he... We still, every once in a while, make reference to that moment, and it is still an absolute legendary moment that other people that had been in conjunction with him at that meeting still remembers fondly. So remember, it is entirely possible in a completely corporate environment to diss the fuck out of somebody by throwing a book at them in front of their peers. And I still love that moment. And I'm still proud of myself because I can't believe I actually fucking came up with that. And he absolutely loved it. So what do you want to end off with? Because you could do something funny. You could do something angry. I don't, you know what? I don't care. Well, in honor of episode 420, um, since I do happen to follow a lot of doctors and nurses and stuff like that on Twitter... There have been debates going back and forth on, you know, weed versus alcohol. And all the doctors and nurses, you know, their consensus is we don't like to be around mean drunks. Weed is a lot less harmful, so legalize it. Get it done. And you'll have fewer people drinking. It's in that short and sweet. Is it time to give my weekly FU yet, or are you going to? Yeah, in okay. just, just a moment. So, um... I, I just wanted to say, by the way, uh, when my wife was at uh, when my wife was at Roswell, mm -hmm. they they were they were trying to use for pain management um, the THC pills, and yeah, when I say all, probably uh, could have been, I think they were like like red gel. Mm -hmm. When when I say these things were f like monster horse pills, I. I I, I really mean it. And the fact that these things were the size that they were, and it's for people to, you know, work with pain in a, in a cancer ward when swallowing sometimes is just difficult for water. Yeah. Guys, the fuck. But there was one nurse that actually told her if, if you want to get like the real stuff instead of the, the THC pills, I can I can help arrange that for you. 
I yeah. still do not, for the life of me, know who the hell it was. I don't care. All I can say is a nurse like that, in reminding you, New York State, in mm -hmm. uh, just just after 2000, you know, you know, yeah, 2000. It wasn't legal. Yeah. A nurse doing that, where they would be um, risking their medical license and career. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know what kind of licensing or, or whatever for nurses, but still, I mean, that says something to me. And whoever the fuck that was, wow. Just, wow. Well, I mean, even in places that have medical marijuana exemptions and things like that, I mean, for cancer, it's, you know, perfectly reasonable to get a prescription for that. Yeah. And it helps better than, I mean, the pills anyway would be hard to swallow, but the pills really don't help that much. But from what I've heard from, you know, cancer patients with the marijuana, it helps. And it also allows them to take less pain medication, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard that also. Uh, but the, you know, the, the, the size of the damn thing, people, I mean, well, the wife? Marinol pills didn't work that well anyway. They were not as effective. So hard to be able to swallow those. And even in places where medical marijuana might still be available or even slightly recreational, we've still got the small problem of at the federal level on my country's list of shit, it's still, it's still not legal. It's still yeah. not legal. So hopefully that will change. You know, it's being brought up in discussions again at the government level. So hopefully that will change. One can hope. One can hope, but it's a, there's a, there's a whole big thing, but it's going to have to be for another time because we're done. And I, I survived through my calorie coma. I made it to the end of the show. Surprisingly enough, I was joking with my bud while we were out at there at, uh, at, uh, at dinner that I was going to be dragging my ass across the finish line. And I kind of did. I still got a pit in my stomach, but you know what? That's okay. So we'll call it a night. Thanks everybody for being with us. Hope that you had yourself a good time and, uh, you got something to think about for the week ahead. Uh, Felis, glad you're able to make it. Uh, uh, Alinatron was here, had to leave earlier. Thank you. Glad you were able to make it. Stephanie, you, of course, you know, you take care of yourself. Uh, have fun looking up that island, by the way, over there, you know, near France. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a tiny British isle. You know, it, it's closer to France than it is to Britain, but it's still, you know, in that, in that whole area, you could probably hit it with a longbow from, from, you know, the mainland, but all right, maybe not because, you know, 20 miles is a little bit far for longbow. I mean, unless, you know, you get a, I mean, depends on how long the longbow is, I suppose. And eh, figure it out. So Bridget, what do you want to do? Who do you want to, who do you want to, who do you want to, you know what? I want to say crucify. You know what? Figuratively speaking. Sure. Yeah. I am going <clears> to, <throat> this week I'm going to go with the, the former guy. Fuck you. He's, you know, calling for FBI agents to get killed, and now he's talking about how wonderful she is in China, and he wants to be president for life like Chi. 
he was saying that this evening. So yeah, he still wants to be dictator. Fuck him. You know, the fact that he went ahead and did the whole, uh, we, sh we should declare the, the last election null and void and I should be president, I should be put into presidency now, today, right now. The fuck, you know? And for me, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to add on to that one. Not with a single person, but with a single category of people. All of you dumbass motherfuckers who have enabled him over the last seven years. Yeah. He knew what he was. Yep. You knew. And, yet and he, he told you, and you let him do it. Yep. And all those people that said, well, if I stay in my position on the cabinet, I can be a moderating influence. Bolt, no, you knew better than and that. And then make the fucking book deal when you get out. Thanks. Yeah. Which consequently means all you uh, all you book companies who've been uh, uh, fronting the money for these guys, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. We will see. Any case, like I said, time to call it. So thank you all. You uh, you all have yourselves a good weekend. Uh, we know full well that the likelihood that this is going to be going out as the audio version on this weekend is probably kind of low, unfortunately, because, you know, reasons. But for those of you that are going to be enjoying the end of summer weekend, please take care of yourselves and, and please be safe. Normally speaking, this would probably be the same weekend that I would have otherwise been doing my 36 hour radio stream marathons for uh, the ride for Roswell. I do still feel bad that I just can't do it anymore. It's just too much emotionally on me anymore. And that, that hurts. But I also have to remember I put a good 15 years into helping him. And that's nothing. Yeah. That's nothing to sneeze at, but like to be able to do more. But I think it's fair to say that I've done more than my fair share. Yeah. So do the best that you can for who you can. And sometimes that's all that you can do. And for all of you college students, because we know that you're out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the overall sucks. The financials of being in college suck. But you are doing a good thing. Learn all that you can learn and then teach all that you can teach. Leave your mark out there in a safe way. So we'll just go ahead and we'll call it a night. If you'd like to be in touch with us, all our contact info is over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. You've got uh, everything that you need over there, including the link for the audio version podcast. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail message, feel free. Number is 859-HCTV-554-859-4288-554. We will be looking forward to seeing you again next week. 
So till that time, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And my lady, 17 years on. And I'm still in love. Not today, Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. And he's almost complete. So thank you all for being with us. We'll see you next week. And until that time, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.